You're listening to Altria University, a podcast for self-taught creative entrepreneurs, hosted by Brianda of Quirktastic and Joshua of The Creative Gentleman. What's going on, world? We are back. This is Altria University, episode 11. Yeah. This is Josh. And this is Bree. What are we talking about today, Bree? So, we're talking about a topic that I don't think is being had enough. I feel like in the, like, on Instagram, on Facebook, on all of the different blogs that you have out there, a lot of people are talking about how to quit your job and why you don't need college anymore. And we wanted to talk about the benefits of going to college. And I think it'll be cool because I, I know a lot of people are like, oh, like, I found my passion. Like, why why do I need college? And we just want to give a different perspective. Like, if you decide not to go to college, that's fine. I think that's great. Um, if it, you feel like it aligns with your personal mission. However, if you're already in college or, like, you're almost done with college and you're just like, oh, like, I just think maybe I should just drop out because I found this new passion or I could use social media to build my business and don't need to have college. I feel like this would be a good episode for you. Yeah. We just want to keep it 100, you know, because things always have two sides to them. So it's like, man, I don't I don't need it. But it's like, have you even discovered, have you stepped outside of yourself to discover all the benefits that it does bring to you as a business owner, as a uh, someone that's trying to find their passion, et cetera. So what happens when you discover your passion while in school? So, dun, dun, dun. boom. I think the first thing is to talk about is in 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 the pursuit, like finding your passion is a journey, right? So you're on a path, you're you're taking these steps, you're taking these different actions, you're coming across all these different. And think about how many people that you that you interact with while you're in college, from all different walks of life. That gives you a whole different perspective that can open your minds to problem solving that you didn't even think that your platform, your business, your whatever, your social media site, your brand, your clothing line, your media outlet could even touch. Imagine how many people you can touch while you're in school. Mm-hmm. Like, we both attended UNC Charlotte. Yeah. It was like one of the biggest transfer schools. So many different students from all different walks of life. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, I, I think about myself, like, I found my passion while I was in college. While I was in college, I was it was fueling me. I had resources to tap into. I didn't have Adobe software on my uh, computer. I had it access to it because it was in a twenty four hour computer lab. Mm. Like, so think about that. Like, you don't have when you when you drop out when you leave all that all that is gone. You don't have access to that. Yeah, I would um. I would back up and say, so you said that you found your passion in college. Like, was that your original passion when you first got into college? No. My original. Like your first year? What Mm -hmm. was it? My original passion when I first got in was learning computer programming. Mm. And what's your passion now? Design. Business. Okay. Photography. Why do you think you wanted to do computer programming? Do you feel like it was, um, like, society's... Like, do you feel like like computer programming was, like, regarded higher by society um, than designing? Or do you just feel like that was something that you really wanted to do? Well, yeah, I felt like it was something I really wanted to do, but I didn't really have, like, access to do it outside of college because mm-hmm. I didn't really have that many resources. Like, I'm, I'm a little old man. Like, I'm 27, <laughs> so it's like... Can you stop? <laughs> <laughs> so when I was, you know... Growing up, I really didn't have access to any type of coding online websites like you do with um, Treehouse and Code Academy and, you know, Creative Live and all these different things. Like, I didn't have access to any of that. So, um, for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to get access to all these tools once I get into college. And once I got in, I realized, like, man, this really isn't what I want to do. Like, I really like people. I like being around people. Um, I feel like there's a different side of me that I haven't tapped into. I, I love technology and I love computers, but there's a creative side to me that might be lingering somewhere. So MySpace pages and, you know, using Photoshop, 
that's what happened my freshman year. It was my um, my outlet when classes were annoying me or I didn't want to uh, be partying and hanging out. So that's how it became. So the annoyances of school. Yeah, <laughs> the norms. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'll say for me, I was one of those people who found their passion uh, after college. I figured out what I wanted to do afterwards, which I feel like is completely normal. And if you're in college now and you're freaking out, like, gosh, I don't know what I want to do. My mom is on me Mm -hmm. and it's like, you need to figure it out. Or like, if you're still undecided or if you've like gone all the way and you're like, you know what, I'm going to just finish this degree that I'm not going to do anything with. Like, just know it's okay. Like, it is fine. But even with that degree that you feel like you're not going to do anything with, I'm guaranteed that you've learned a lot outside of the classroom, both inside and outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. So what I want to focus on today, Josh, is are like, are those things that are outside of the classroom that are important for people in college? Because I want someone like, I I feel like someone's listening now Mm -hmm. and they're just like, yo, like you got my attention because I want to, I want to drop out of college. Like I haven't been to class in like weeks, Mm -hmm. days, and like the semester's almost over and they probably thought about, yo, I need to quit. Um, but I wanna just emphasize and like I don't wanna go like I mean, of course, like the first thing that people are gonna say is like, Oh, networking. Like net networking is why you should stay in college. It's like <laughs> I can network for free yeah. outside of college, but even though it is it's like you do have different networking inside of college, but I wanna just go down some bullets. Of say you have an idea in college, say like you want to do, I don't know something with social media. Say that you you're like you know what like I'm I'm gonna get my YouTube channel popping, or I want to become a blogger, or I want to do video production, or I want to do something that's more creative that this psychology degree isn't gonna do anything with. Mm-hmm. What would you tell that person who's decided like okay? I have this business that I'm either going to start or have already been in the works of starting. And it would be more beneficial for me to spend my time working on something that I know that I like as opposed to going to this stupid literal class or um, what are are the like basic classes that everyone has to take that no one ever uses? Like it would be so much like more valuable for me to just skip class and work on my passion and what I feel like is going to be profitable. What would you tell that person? I would tell that person, um, do you understand uh, the value of time? So first things first, right? An average college class is how long? 90 minutes or 50 minutes? Yeah, it depends. Mine were like, sometimes they're longer because I was biology. But yeah, about 90 minutes. Okay. What is 90 minutes out of your day? That is nothing. <laughs> nothing, right? What's 90 minutes, you sitting in the class, all you got to do is listen, take some notes, right? Mm-hmm. Go home, go go back to your dorm, get your work done, and you're done. Mm-hmm. So imagine, imagine, replace the 90 minutes or the 50 minutes time of class, right? Replace that with being at a... Um, being at a um a job for eight hours out of the day that you don't want to be at. Yeah. Because you have to pay bills and you have to pay rent and you have to take care of car insurance and your your parents are pressuring you because now you you've advanced yourself into adult adulthood. Mm-hmm. A lot of times while you're in college, what? Like for me, I had refund checks. Right? Like, oh my God. If you were lucky enough to be getting refund checks right now, like Cherish those moments. <laughs> Man, like $3,500 for the summertime. Like my classes were, I took two classes, no, four classes during the summertime. Had a $3,500 refund check. Do you Ooh. know what kind of like camera equipment, laptop, all that type of stuff I could have got with that? Yeah, so even that is investing. Because it's like you're going to have to pay some of this back if you're if you're not doing, um, if you don't have scholarships. But, I mean, we're invest that into your business i think is also you invest into your business you can then use that the things that you do with your business the clientele the Mm -hmm. income 
you know, that you get from that to pay it off earlier. Mm-hmm. But also with these refund checks, like, if you are going the, like, creativepreneur route after college, those refund checks, like, people are like, oh, but yeah, but I still get taxes. It's like, yeah, but you're going to be owing because a lot of your, if you're doing the creative entrepreneur route, you are doing lots of contract work mm-hmm. that is not taxed. So instead of getting a refund check every year, you're going to be owing anywhere from 20 or 35% of what you make. Yep, because you got to do taxes. Can't run away from your Uncle Sam. Yeah, so that being said, I would cherish my time in college. Like I feel like it's funny because I feel like I can talk on this because I remember when I was in college, I wanted to do something else. Like even when I was... um. I was a biology major and, like, was dedicated to uh, becoming a doctor. Mm -hmm. There was still, like, another side project that I wanted to do. It was more along, like, um, the nonprofit route. But I was just like, oh, like, if I just – if I didn't have to go to class right now, like, I could, like, blow this thing up. Like, it would be so big, so profitable, so much better. And, like, now I look back on it and, like, I – first off, I'm not even doing – that anymore like what I thought was so important but also it's just like wow like I'm I'm glad I didn't drop out of college even though like I'm not going to be using my degree too much in the future it's just little little things and like the managing time aspect like how you were saying before Mm -hmm. managing time it's shown me like okay you're like in the real world you're not going to be able to just focus on your your um, creative entrepreneurial endeavor like 24 7 like unless you box yourself out and tell your mama that you were on some stranded island with no cell phone service <laughs> like exactly that's why you couldn't answer her call right because <laughs> like it, it like the real world doesn't work like that and even now I have a full-time job while I'm also developing Quirktastic and like sometimes it's like oh like if I didn't have my job like, I could work full-time on Quirktastic. Let's, like, I could see how much that would grow. But I appreciate my job because I have health insurance and I can eat. And I don't have to eat ramen at this point anymore. And if I do eat ramen, it does have the flavor packet. <laughs> <laughs> Shrimp. <laughs> nah, chicken. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, these are, like, and, and this is what we're talking about. You know, it's it's freshman seminar class might not talk about this but but we are you know that's why Alton University exists because we feel like this perspective needs to be addressed needs to be talked about this isn't us telling you what to do we're just bringing you some insight mm-hmm. right so yeah I think and let's let's you were just talking about ramen so let's talk about um college students now man like y'all dorms are like upgraded mm-hmm. you know some some dorms are upgraded like man you have like somewhere to cook if friends want to come over, hang out, y'all got somewhere to hang out at. You know, yeah. you got many apartments, basically. You got, wi- y'all got Wi-Fi. We didn't have, man, I didn't have Wi-Fi, y'all. Like, it was literally like the land cable. Oh, I remember. Yep, yes. mine was too. <laughs> yes, like, you know what I'm saying? That's how we had, that's how we had to do it. And then, so it's like, think about that, man. Like, all that, gone. Yeah. But then, like, even, like, when I was in college, um, I... I, I lived both on and off campus, mm-hmm. and I went, like, I had to work. Like, I was one of those people, like, I didn't really get a big refund check. I would get a little something, mm-hmm. but, like, $1,000, no, that wasn't me. I still had to work um, in order to afford things. But even still, there were there were bills that I did not have to worry about when I was in college that, one, it was, like, as soon as I got out, just, like, okay, just so you know, you went to college, so, like, now you have bills um, now that you're out. And I was just like, Whoa. I had insurance through UNC. Yeah, I was going to say, like, even things like insurance. It's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, now yeah. I got to figure that out. Yeah. I had a I had an on-campus job because I didn't have a car. So I worked at the um, the Niner Tech store, Apple store that we had on campus. So that, mm-hmm. was, that was my job. I worked there. Um, I did have refund checks, so I was able to um, pay couple of bills that I did have I was able to pay those up you know what I'm saying for a couple of months um so so yeah and then man let's talk about this man like if you're using like Squarespace right as a platform to to build your website yo it's 50% off if you have a college email yeah you, like it, Adobe Creative Suite 
50% off, y'all. Yeah, so let's switch gears. So, because I know there are also some people that are listening. They're like, oh, well, I live at home with my parents. Or, oh, I, I went to school later. So I already have, like, my own place. And I'm not staying on campus. So what are you saying? Um, even the fact that you are affiliated with your college, there are so many discounts that yeah. you get. That is a great benefit. Like, I tried to milk that even after I got out of college. Yeah, I, I, look, I logged back in, so, okay, which which college email still work? Right. I found one. Yeah, so like you said, um, Squarespace um, has a discount for students. You said Adobe. Yep, Creative Suite. So Adobe Creative Suite. And $300. What, what do you use Adobe Creative Suite for? Uh, the Adobe Creative Suite compiles of um, Photoshop, Illustrator, uh, Dreamweaver, Lightroom. So Lightroom used to edit photos. Photoshop used to edit photos. You make flyers, graphics. Illustrator used that for vector graphics, logos, stationery. Um, very important software that costs a lot of money. But because you have this college email, I mean, you can get Photoshop and Lightroom for $20 a month. No, $10 a month because you're a college student. When you don't, it's 50 Do you want to save $40? Think I do, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, I just cursed, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> and this, um, and then I think the other thing is a lot of these schools too are, um, they have uh, small business incubators on campus. Yeah. So they literally have a building on campus where you can go and present your business idea, and they can either bring you resources, funding, a place to work out of. They have co-working spaces on some college campuses now. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. I've even seen some campuses, um, like High Point University. Okay, first off, High Point University is expensive, even though it's <laughs> even though it's in High Point University or High Point, North Carolina, which is like, if you've ever been, you know, it's not that significant. But for some reason, they built this elaborate university there, and they have a stock room that will like, like literally, like you have like the scrolling like Nasdaq, Dow, wow. and you can go in there and learn all about stocks. Wow. I'm just like, what? See, man, money. Yeah, so, like, even that aspect, say, like, you want one day, um, or you have a business and you're interested in learning about investors and angel investors. By the way, if you want to learn more about angel investors, check out episode 10, because mm-hmm. we do talk about that. Most definitely. But if you... Boss. <laughs> yes, boss. <laughs> but if you're a college student and you have someone in the business... um the business uh, major or like a teacher professor that does business they most likely know a whole bunch about investing so you can milk that even if you're not in that major I'm sure that your school has a directory of all the different professors and advisors you can talk to Mm -hmm. so I would use that and when you're when you're even when you're seeking mentorship saying that you are a college student and this is what you're studying but this is what you're really passionate about you know um say you say you worded it like this your major is finance but your your minor slash your passion is music mm-hmm. you know opening that as a caveat to, to speak to someone to reach out to someone that you admire and look up to they have that you have a better chance of them responding because they see that you're in college exactly that is so true like Trust me, because, like, once I went from, like, biology major to, like, wanting to go to medical school to, like, oh, like, I'm outside of college, but I think I want to do something more in media, like, I'm out of college, so it's not cute for me to be like, hey, like, can I learn from you? Because there would be, like, are you paying? (laughs) Whereas if you're a student, there could be more like, okay, well, you can intern for me. Like, they don't really, or um, some businesses don't offer internships to people that can't get college credit or that aren't in school. So um, I would definitely, while you're in school, like, that's one thing I wish. Like, I wish I had known what I wanted to do so that I could do internships in yeah. school. And if you are sophomore, junior, like, rising senior right now, I feel like it's so important for you to do internships, even if you're not sure exactly what you want to do this is the perfect time to dibble and dabble and be yes. like what do i want to do what do i want to like what do i have interest in internships are the best way to learn like honestly um with with school like there's a lot that you learn in the classroom whereas like the specific knowledge might not be the most helpful however 
um, the fact that you're able to do internships within those different fields in college, it is so helpful because you get to know the day to day and see like, do I really like this? Could I see myself doing this even though I'd never considered this career before? It's just the perfect time to explore, especially for all those Gemini's out there, because I know you guys like to jump from subject to subject and things <laughs> like that, but I'm into astrology, so we'll stop there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think uh, you got to look at college like a buffet. You got mad food that you can try out, right? A buffet for learning. Can we, like, yeah, a make, buffet for learning. You know, yeah. some guys are listening like, okay. ooh, buffet yeah, for yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. So yeah, nah, nah, nah. We're talking about a buffet for learning, a buffet for uh, trying out many different things. Um, I was a computer science major with a minor in software information systems. My original goal was to go to school, finish, go work for the NSA in the hacking department. But while I was in school, I was doing some graphic design things here and there on the side, and I ended up getting an apprenticeship in the marketing department at the student union. Mm -hmm. So it was like, oh, wow, so this is how design really works. Like, oh, I've been walking around past design and photography for the longest and didn't even realize, like, wait. And then when you see some of the faculty, you see the type of cars they drive, you're like, wait, hold on. Wait, you, wait, you work at a school, but you you pulling up in that? Okay. So <laughs> you're able to just tap into many different resources. Those resources that I gathered in um, in school, I can still tap into now to this day. Um and you have just so many different I know some photographers right now who who follow me who are um checking out uh who who just list, are listening right now think about the different galleries that you have on campus or different spaces that you can turn into a gallery do a gallery exhibit you have a place where you can photograph inside you can turn a room into a studio you got a dope campus outside where you can photograph natural light on location and like i said these pressures that you have during adulthood you don't have to worry about some of those things like you don't understand like that is what can allow you to fuel your creativity and you can create some of your best work when you don't have these pressures on you so so yeah yeah and then also I'd say um kind of like what you were saying before I wouldn't let your major deter you from things that are major specific like say that there's access to a certain room that you would find necessary like a, a recording room or like photography equipment or things like that that are specific for that major like you need to be resilient and say you know what this is what I want that the access is here who do I need to talk to even though I'm not in the major who can I talk to to still get access to these things that are major specific yeah. so um I mean, you're still, like, technically, you're still paying for it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like these are things you're paying for, even though they're like, oh, only only um, photography majors can use this, or only theater majors can use that. It's like, well, I just wanted to introduce uh, you to myself and my interest and let mm -hmm. you know what I would like to do with this space, what I'd like to do with this equipment, and I would love to have you as an advisor for what I want to do, what would be the necessary steps of of using this equipment or moving forward with this project that I want to put together. Yeah, because opportunity sh comes to those who show up. Sometimes you just got to show up and ask. Mm -hmm. Like, it's it, yeah, these are stipulations, but showing up and just asking or showing up, asking and bringing someone a box of chocolate or a thank you card for just speaking to you like the assistant or something at the front, mm -hmm. you know, that can literally provide you with the opportunity um, to have access to that to those things. Yeah, or find a way to network with someone who is within that major mm -hmm. and kind of make it seem like it's their project and then like you guys work together on it just so you can use it. Like there there are ways that you can you can just finesse. You just yeah. gotta finesse some things. <laughs> but um but yeah, so I would I wanna give some examples, Josh, if you're up for it. I know we didn't talk about this, but I wanna come up with like some game plans for people, the different types of creatives out there. Like say that you have a photographer that's listening or like a freelance designer who's out there like what would be some ways that they could best take advantage of the opportunity so first will be graphic designer since that's more your alley say you have someone who's decided like you know what I want to do graphic design I know that's what I want to do my major might not say it or maybe my major does say it but 
I'm really good at making flyers and I'm really good at designing websites. So what would be their stuff? And we can just we can both add in. Yeah. Um I would first um I would be, you know, creating in my dorm if I can, or if I, if you have access to a, a computer lab that has the programs that you need. But creating for who? Um, you can create some personal projects. Just get some stuff off your mind that you like. Oh man, how can I recreate this movie poster that I just saw? Or you can join some organizations and be a graphic designer for an organization on campus, mm-hmm. and you can build your portfolio in that regard. Then the next step after you do work for student orgs, you then go, you can go to the marketing department for the student union or for your major, for your program and say, hey, do y'all, there's a, there's a graphic designer that does handle all the graphic design work in the different departments mm-hmm. at your school. So you can then go to that person, hey, do you have an apprenticeship, internship that I can, um, that I can learn? I'm doing summer school this summer. It's five weeks. You know, can I spend time with you this summer? to get some ideas going, and then you build that relationship that way. Mm -hmm. I would say something that I would do, especially if you are good at graphic design, like making flyers, and you're trying to make money, because what college student is not, Mm -hmm. um, there should be a list of all the student organizations in your school, and there should be contact information for all of them. I would send out email BCC and be like these are my services and make sure that they're good yeah that's yeah yeah let's let's hit that real quick yeah like like i know some people that do some things just because you do it that's cool but you ain't ready if you're not ready to to charge money you have to be good to charge Mm -hmm. definitely and and being good is you telling yourself that you're good is one thing but then going out and seeing what the norm is, what the standard is for your passion for graphic design, going on Dribble, going on Behance, going on these platforms to understand what the quality, what the standard is. So these are different websites. People yeah, go to yeah. Dribble and Behance. Yeah, Dribble, Behance. If you go to these websites, um, and take and go on Skillshare. If you need to up your skills, go to a Skillshare.com. It's ninety nine cent for three months. That's a deal that they have going on all the time. Go on there, learn and uh, learn a new skill. Under make sure that you're using the right Adobe programs when you are making flyers and you are making graphics or you're building websites. So let's say that you're good because okay. <laughs> you've done because because you've done all all the things that Josh just suggested. You've taken some time and you're good. I would pick out a few organizations on that list, email them, and let them know. Um, that your services are available if they're looking for a graphic designer and that you offer competitive prices. And who knows? Like, I mean, a lot of people, like, that's one thing. Like, I know I had a student organization, and I was always taking recommendations for people, mm-hmm. saying, like, who do you know that can can do this design? So it's definitely something that I would consider. So that okay. would be a good step. Anything else that you would offer this person before we go to the next type? Mm-hmm. Nah, I think we covered it. I think we covered it. Just make sure you go and um, you go to like a squarespace.com slash students so you can get that 50% off and have a portfolio site and make sure you own your domain name. Definitely. And hopefully you'll be able, it's not that expensive. It's like $12 a year. So yeah. that should be like one project, like less than one project yeah. for you. So Bree, if somebody wants to create, let's say like some type of cool media outlet, <laughs> like... So yeah, so I would say, so in this group, I'm going to consider both um, people that want to do a media outlet, um, also people that want to be a blogger, and then people that want to do YouTube. So something to where you or your message is like the main thing that you see online. So what I would say for these people is that this is the prime time to network and By network, I feel like that word is used so much, we've kind of lost the meaning of what it means, but, um... Lost its nutrients. Yeah, yes. (laughs) But, um, what what I would suggest is, if you're doing, because mine is more writing-based, so if you're wanting to do writing, I would see if you're, I would see if your platform, or your school has a platform for students that want to write. So like a school newspaper or an online magazine for the school. That would be a great way for you to do that. 
if you want to do something more like podcasting, then of course see if you can get a podcast show on your school radio. That would be super clutch. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then if you want to do YouTube, I'm sure that your school has some type of room that you could use or a group of people that are already creating videos for the school to where you can go and see if you can get your own like TV segment or show or like something that's entertaining for college students at your campus. So that's what I would consider. But then also, um, if you're wanting to do YouTube and need like videos to be made, you could try to see if there's like a video club or anything on campus. And then also I would hang around, this is going to sound kind of random, but not really, the modeling troops on your campus. Like, first off, the people there are usually very creative, also usually well-dressed. They could help you um, by being in your videos that mm-hmm. you want to do for YouTube, because, of course, they're going to be like, yes, like, I will, yeah, put me on camera. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm sure they also have connections with great um, photographers and videographers as well that will help you. Um, so those are the type of people I would say that you would network with. Also. Um, Interning. If you can intern at um, a magazine, I know Con Nast, which is um, who does like Cosmo Teen Vogue and all that stuff, mm-hmm. they can be kind of hard to get into, but still they post internships all the time through the Con Nast website. So apply for that, apply for Essence, <laughs> try to do um, a little bit of freelance writing. Definitely make sure that your grades don't slip up, but if you can manage some freelance writing, um, you can find a few jobs online for that and would you have anything josh um just being consistent you know like we all um if you have your own laptop you know and you have a microphone you can start up your own podcast if you do have your own camera you know you can go out and create uh videos here and there nowadays you're you're the schools they need content yeah they need user-generated content you know, so there's someone who handles the, the Instagram page, the Snapchat page for the school, and they need the input of the students because you all are the product. So tap into that and go over there, ask them, hey, you know, how can I better help you all out? You know, can I can I give you a um, can I tap into some of my friends and the conversation that we're having that may be able to better uh, show value of the university? So. Yeah, and also I would say this would be a great time while you're still in school and you can claim that you're still a student to reach out to your dream mentors online. Mm -hmm. Like if you have a favorite blogger, favorite YouTuber, favorite business person, um, I would just be like, hey, I'm a, a college student. This is what I've created online so far. I would love to just intern with you or work for you. Do you have any work that I can do? Because even if it doesn't pay, like, if they accept you and, like, they're someone that you look up to, they're going to remember you. They're Mm going to introduce you to people. And, like, a natural mentorship will form. And it's easier to do that when you're in college because it's, like, you really do want to learn because you're a student. Mm -hmm. As opposed to when you're out and they're just, like, oh, you just want to learn from me so you can try to make your own money. Yeah. Like, it, it just, that little thing of, like, oh, like, I'm a student. (laughs) <laughs> like open so many doors it really does they um another thing i would say too um a lot of companies have brand ambassador programs so apple has a university brand ambassador program microsoft a brand ambassador program where you mm-hmm. can apply to because they need people that will rep the brand hard around the campus and turn s- students into uh consumers yes or their parents you know to spend their parents money uh, and then too, the apps that you use, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, these all these different places, they have internships. Mm-hmm. You know, you can apply to them. It's not just using Facebook. You can intern at Facebook. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say for anyone, like whoever, like whatever your major is, yes. if you're creative, like try, <laughs> like yes. try to intern at these yes. big places, the places that are like the um, companies that you use every single day. Mm-hmm. Try to intern with them because it's never going to hurt you. No matter what you decide to do in life, you can always say, oh, yeah, I interned at Snapchat or yeah. Snap, I guess they are now. <laughs> or, oh, I interned at Facebook. I interned here or there. Like, 
Mark Zuckerberg visited North Carolina A&T, which is the HBCU, historically black uh, university. And they, like, I don't know, there are just so many opportunities. Also, if you go to an HBCU, honestly, like, there are so many opportunities, especially in the field of tech, of people who want to hire you as an intern. <laughs> like, even the HBCU at South by Southwest, which was an initiative, or is an initiative, to bring students to South by Southwest, they um, also follow up by giving you a newsletter that will um, tell you more about the tech companies that are hiring or looking to um, to work with interns over the summer. So I would use that resource. Or just honestly looking, um, even Gary Vaynerchuk, people mm-hmm. that watch him, Gary V, he has VaynerMedia and yeah. he has interns. I'm sure his interns work really hard because he's an intense person. But <laughs> the value. It, yeah, the value in that mm-hmm. like is would be amazing. So. And, re- and remember, when we're talking tech companies, tech companies need, they have an HR department. They have a finance department. They have a marketing department. It's not just coding. Yes, exactly. Most of it's not, actually. <laughs> exactly. So don't just think like, well, I'm a business major. Why would you tell me to work at Instagram? Don't Instagram have ads? There's business revenues. Who, how do how do these companies that you uh, see that place their ads? You know, like they have departments for all the different majors that you're you're into. So don't think that you just have to code to work at a startup or a tech company. So, going back to the different profiles of people that might be wanting to drop out of college and work on their side hustles as their main hustles, let's talk about people who have an e-commerce shop. So people that are like, I want to drop out of school so I can sell my t-shirts, so I can sell my dad caps, so I can sell whatever physical product or service online. What would be some ways that they could benefit from college? Like what could they be doing? What organizations could they be joining? What activities can you think of, Josh? Um. Well, owning owning Neck of the Woods, um, a brand in that stature, I would say... Explain Neck of the Woods just in case people don't know. Oh, sorry about that. Um, Neck of the Woods is an e-commerce brand started by myself, uh, me and my brother, uh, Brian Galloway. So we create wooden bow ties, and we have wooden watches and wooden sunglasses mm-hmm. So um, that you don't have to tie. You don't have to tie this. Uh, you just clip it on, boom, and you go. And it's a great conversation starter. So... If you are that person who wants to stand out, who wants to make an impact on the day where you have to do a presentation, or you want to go to your advisor's office and let him know or she know how serious you are, and you you know put on that that cool outfit, um, it can help. Um, when you got that uh, interview for that internship, it can help. Um, so this podcast episode was sponsored by Negative Woods. <laughs> <Chill, laughs> No, you did a good job explaining it. See, also have your pitch ready. (laughs) So yeah, um, I would say you know, like first first thoughts would be all right around um, refund checks. People got refund checks. Yo, you drop a new collection, Um, but you got to show the value of why your brand is is worth purchasing. You know, um, or you have people that you can um, tap into. You'd be surprised. Like there's a guy who goes to. that you featured on one of the um, black male bloggers lists who goes to High Point University. And he's like one of the dopest like um, fashion fashion influencers that I know. He has a lot, a lot of followers. Um, we'll make sure we drop his name at the bottom mm-hmm. um, in, the, in the comments. But like dude literally like is a brand ambassador for like all these different brands. He's an influencer. Like imagine like having one, having him wear one of your uh one of your shirts or imagine him wearing a tie or a hat and he can tap into so many people that he taps into through his instagram account you have just many resources and most time it's customers like you have like when you're not in school you got to try to find customers how can you turn people into customers strangers into customers but the the key thing that you have is hey we in college so let me tell you what i do my major the the, all you got to ask somebody is hey you go here What's your major? That's the opening. That's the opening statement. Mm-hmm. So then, when you say, "Well, look, I have this clothing brand. That I think you would be, you know, that you would like. Here, check it out. This is what we're about. This is why we. This is what we do. Um, you can have a business major. Um, a business major you can tap into when it comes to running your numbers. 
uh, you may have a fashion merchandising major that's trying to figure out how she can apply her um, her trend forecasting um, resources to a brand. Like it's literally people that you can literally just tap into. Yeah, I would say just like the amount of people. Like I would get creative. Like create experiences yep. around your brand with people that go to your university. Like you can make it. Like I don't know how many people you can have in your dorm room, but if you know someone that's with a student organization or if there's a way for you to get out of a room, you could have some type of like pop-up experience yep. at the university. Or, show. Yeah, or even if, if your school doesn't allow it, I'm sure there's a small business right outside of your university that would let you do it. And um, so this is going to be like a crazy idea, but I feel like it could happen. I feel, okay. like, I feel like you could do it. So you know how some schools will have like a Tom's ambassador organization like I don't see why you couldn't get together and do some type of ambassadorship type program at your college and you can even possibly turning it, it turn it into a student organization mm-hmm. somehow and student organizations get money yep. like they have the opportunity to get money because they're um, with the school you would get an advisor mm-hmm. and you could board of directors yeah exactly and then you can also use it like if they're like oh well you can't just be selling your stuff. You can use that to teach other people how to how you're running your business. It could like you could you could I feel like you could finesse it some way to where you could have a student organization on campus. Mm-hmm. You'd have access to more money to plan events around your brand and your mission, and um, just run with that. Like there, there's so much, and then also the fact that you would have an advisor, someone older than you, someone that you've handpicked as an advisor that has experience or at least has knowledge in business or um, marketing mm-hmm. or communications or like anything that's, that's important to you. I feel like the door is just open because you have that affiliation with the, the university now as a student organization. So, it, so it sounds like Bree, it sounds like you're saying that turning your brand into a student organization allows you to give a test run of what it would look like if it was a full-fledged company. Exactly. Mm. Because, like, I mean, if you think about it, like, kind of like franchises. Like, you could have your first so-called franchise as your student organization on campus. Yeah. And if it works out there, you could take them to other campuses. That could be a strategy, depending on what your business is. Mm -hmm. And even if not, um, like I said, you have the list of student organizations, depending on what you're selling, um, whether it be a talent or something that people can buy. Like, for example, with your um, with Josh's business, with the, the bow ties, I would love to see some frat guys like and he's done it before. Like some of the um, the Kappas or like anyone with the cool bow ties for their step shows or for their like yarders, like anything mm-hmm. like it's just you have to be invested in the community that is your university to know like you know what like I make these really cool dad caps I could personalize some for your organization if you um buy this amount and just just being creative to be like like if I feel like if you were like after this episode is over sit down with a piece of paper and think and say all right this is my business what can I do to grow my business while in school what resources can I pull from who do I know what organizations like just go down the list of student organizations and just say like could could somehow somehow could my e-commerce or my talent or anything align with this organization Mm -hmm. and just check yes or no just going through that saying like okay is there any any department to where I could come speak about my organization or come speak about my idea, or talk about my talents while I'm still in school, uh, let's check to see what teachers or what professors would let me do that. And see Campus Activities Board, see if there's any way that you could work with work with them or the SGA. Like, they're, they're just different. You just have to look, because your campus has a lot that you don't know about, especially if you're already thinking about dropping out. You don't know anything that your campus has. <laughs> Like, yeah. that's one thing that I've noticed. It's, like, the people that have told me, like, oh, like, no, you know, like, I just, I feel like I'm not getting anything here. It's, like, so, but what about this on campus? And they're, like, oh, 
that exist? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> explore all aspects. 360 degree. Like, explore. You have to know more than what is just presented to you. It's mm-hmm. more than what's on the website. It's more than what's in a pamphlet. It's more than what you hear on the week of welcome. Yeah. It's because, trust me, like, if you were to drop out of college, you would think you'd have more time. But you're, unless you're making bank right now, like, you're going to be broke or you're going to be, like, struggling trying to figure out how to make ends meet. And it's just not a good position to be in. Because you can't create like you want to when you're struggling. Exactly. When you're depressed and you're sad. And then you're reaching out to people for advice and they're just like, yo, you wasn't here two months ago exactly. in this state um, while you was in school. Mm-hmm. You can't get mad at that. So explore all options and seek value in all different aspects of your university, of your program, of the um, faculty, of the students. Of other programs. Yep. Of, and see what type of student organizations that you can get involved in. Like, I'll, I'll even give an example. Even though I didn't think I was in anything creative at school, I was in Campus Activities Board. And, like, when I was in school, I was like, oh, yeah, it's just something fun to do. I knew about all the events. Like, this would be my social life. Mm-hmm. But... Now that I'm outside, I remembered, I was talking to Josh about this earlier, I remembered with Campus Activities Board, there's a conference that we went to every year called NACA. Mm. It's like the National Collegiate something. I don't know, but it's like NACA.org, N-A-C-A.org, or it might be .com, but I think it's .org. Mm -hmm. Anyways, um, and that was how we hired all of our acts, all of our speakers, all of everything for the campus. And I was like, yo... Like, I can do that. Like, mm-hmm. I have Quirktastic. I already speak. Like, I could pay the fees to join NACA, go to different conferences, and get booked. That could be a source of income that I would have never even considered had I not joined Campus Activities Board yeah. in college. Yep. And I knew about NACA because my mentor, Brittany Davis and, Liz- and Lindsay, over the marketing department, they would always go. Because mm-hmm. I was like, man, how is Lil Duval here? How is Kevin Hart here? How are these different acts? Because it is a business. It's, you mm-hmm. might see it as just, oh, these are just some activities that this org put on. But it's a business oh, to yes. it. yes. Exactly. So. so, yeah. I think that wraps it up. Yeah. <laughs> I think we I think we gave him enough sauce. I think we gave him enough sauce. Too much sauce. Too much sauce. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we need to stop. <laughs> but, yeah, this has been great. Um. Before we go, I would like to say thank you to the people that have left reviews for Outdoor oh, right. University. Like, when I saw that, I was like, yes, mama, we made it. Exactly, man. <laughs> like, just, yes. it, it helps so much. Just because it helps, it helps iTunes know that we're legit, like, too legit to quit. And then it helps other people find us because they start paying attention. Yeah. And if y'all, and you know, like, when you leave reviews or, you know, when you hit us up on Twitter... You know, if you if y'all have some topics that y'all want us to discuss and talk about, just let us know. Yes. Uh, everything everything that you all do, every comment, every like, every review literally motivates us to keep recording our voices. <laughs> exactly. You can use the hashtag hashtag Altier University and just say what you want us to talk about or you can do your Altier of the moment like written that way. Mm-hmm. If you want to submit an Altier moment and record it, um, I would definitely send it to me, editor at quirktastic.co. We'd love to have it just so we could play it. And, you know, we didn't talk about our outro moment. We we tried. Um, <laughs> okay, we can drop it at the end. Yeah. We're here, right? Yeah, we're here. Okay. So tell me about your outro moment, Josh. Man, my outro well, moment. Tell them oh, what man. you did. What did you do yesterday? Man, yesterday <laughs> I signed my lease to my crib. I now have moved to Durham, North Carolina. Yeah. City, I'm here now. <laughs> uh, I'm here. I just want to. gonna miss you, man. You know, I'll be back and forth, man. It's nothing but a, you know, a drive real quick. Um, but I just want to say thank you, Bree, for showing me the value of this amazing place and just everything that it has to offer. Um, I never knew all this was here, wow. and 
wouldn't have seen that if it wasn't for you. Oh, so thank, thank you. you. Yeah, and for those who aren't familiar with Durham, uh, you might be a little bit familiar with like Duke University, but there's so much more outside of Duke. Uh, Durham is a very great place for budding entrepreneurs, specifically black uh, entrepreneurs mm-hmm. as well. Um, they like you. You hear some people. They're like, "Oh yeah, we support local." Like cities will say, "Like yeah, we support local." But you'll go to the stores and you only see name brands like Durham. Like they support local, yeah. and it's like everybody knows it. So I I love it. I think it's great, and I'm glad. I love when I can convince people. Like yes, <laughs> Durham is the place to be. Most and when they listen, it's great. So cool. congratulations to Thank you. Thank you. What's your outro moment? I would say my outro moment of the week um, was, like, working on Instagram <laughs> a lot. Like, I've been – my engagement on Instagram for Quirktastic has been great. And, like, for those who don't, like, know me too well, I just used to be so against social media. I'm like, <laughs> I do not need life out there, out in the open. Like, I, I don't have time for this. Like, why can't people just, like – my writing like why do I have to be out there but then of course that didn't last (laughs) (laughs) so Instagram was the last thing I got I got Instagram about this time last year like maybe in like the end of February early March is when I got it and thankfully it's been able to grow but this week specifically I posted a video and it just um asked a question about what it means to be black in 2017 um, and if it's okay to be quirky and black. And I, I added a few other things. And the engagement on that video, it was like a little homemade video <laughs> that I made. Mm-hmm. But I did play around with some editing because I've been so afraid of video editing. Like, that's <laughs> something that I, I feel like I suck at. But I feel like if I had better lighting and had actually done my makeup, it could have been, a, like, a stellar, stellar, stellar video. It was, man. Listen, look. Like, <laughs> get all the makeup stuff, all that. Listen, like, natural light is love. And... <laughs> The fact, sometimes it's the fact that you did it, you know, like there are some people who just won't even do it because they'll let every excuse get in the way, but you didn't do that. You literally did it. Thank you. You pressed record and you uploaded it. And that's what it felt like. Like even when I was like, just like, oh, like, oh, are people going to like, am I going to end up on one of those weird pages? Like, <laughs> oh, why'd she do this? But I put it out and the response that you guys gave me, like, I, like, I'm emotional. So I, I, I shed some tears. <laughs> I did. Um, but I was just like, yo, like, people like me. Thank you. And people like the video. Like, it was like it was scary, but it felt good to do it. So, yeah. And I guess that goes to say, if there's something out there that you just want to try, like, try it. Yeah. And honestly, like, if people weren't responding to it, I could have always deleted it. <laughs> Boom, that's it, y'all. Like, y'all, it don't got to stay up forever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. We just, we got to be out here, man. We got to be out here creating, out here just recording, out here uploading, just doing whatever it is that we're supposed to be doing. Um, and just do it. Just do it. Literally like Nike. Just do it. Oh, that was cute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't be serious. <laughs> Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. And I guess we'll see you guys here next week. Yep. Hey, we out. <laughs>